Today on Watching Your Wealth, what to do when she makes more. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, where you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Mary Deathridge is Managing Director at Morgan Stanley Private Wealth Management. Welcome, Mary. Hi. Mary, so it's becoming more common for some wives to make more than their husbands. This can also happen if a wife inherits more than her husband. And, you know, we've heard that this can sometimes offset the balance of power in a relationship sometimes. Tell us about that. Absolutely. More and more, there are couples where the wife basically has more money than the husband. It could be a second marriage through a divorce. Mm-hmm. Again, it could be the, the wife has, you know, a better professional job. Mm-hmm. I saw something in the New York Times recently that said that, um, that the first priority for young men looking for girlfriends was, would she be a good provider? <laughs> wow. That's so, so interesting. Basically, you could have inherited money. Uh, there's so many different ways that the woman in the relationship may end up controlling more and not necessarily intending to, mm-hmm. because sadly, money is awful equal power. Mm-hmm. And every relationship has to define their own power, frankly, whether money is involved or not, right? Mm-hmm. So that's really hard work for the couple. And often, the couple's parents are equally concerned, because what's the what's the power dynamic, who's in control here about decisions that the couple has to make. Right. There's so many differences with what each party brings to the table in the first place. Indeed. Uh, You mentioned parents, and I think that's worth talking about early on because parents can uh, sometimes try to sabotage your relationships because of some of these perceived or or real inequalities. So do you have any advice on that, you know, for the parents or for the the people who are trying to um, meet up and getting resistance from their parents? It's really hard because you know where it where it gets crazy is when you start to talk about prenups. Mm. You're going to formalize the relationship, and now you've got to really formalize the money. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that's a problem about a prenup, it's a contract, and in order for the other party to understand what it's about, they have to know what they're giving up. Mm-hmm. So each party has to actually disclose the value right. of their money, and they have to sign off that they understand it. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a real stress point in a relationship when it becomes that serious that it's time to to talk about prenups. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to step back and say, what is the mission statement for this couple? Mission statement. Interesting. So what do you mean by that? Well, what brought them together in the first place? Okay. What are their common interests? What do they like to do together? Mm -hmm. What are their near-term goals? What are their long-term dreams? Money can make it more easy, mm-hmm. but it's certainly not going to make the decision process better if there's only one person making the decision. Mm. So are you saying not to so much talk about money at first, but talk more about values? Is that what you're mm-hmm. here? You said it well. Yeah. So, I mean, what unique roles does each bring to the relationship? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how does the broader family fit in that picture? Mm-hmm. And how can the couple and the family nurture and grow to respect each member? Mm. It's very difficult to lay it down on paper. So many times um, you'll see, you know, wealth psychologists that actually can help identify what really makes this couple special, mm-hmm. what's going to give them a long-term relationship. And it's important to define the money as the tool, not the weapon. Mm-hmm. And we, you can often see money becoming a weapon if you're right. not careful. Yeah. If you put money at the forefront of the relationship rather than the support structure, 
that can happen. Mm, that's a good point. Maybe giving it a little bit more of a backseat, but probably not too much. I don't know. This is so just so tricky, and I would think so personal, depending on your situation. Because I'm thinking, as a young, you know, if you're a young woman dating, at what point do you disclose, or should you tell? The person you're dating, if you're making more, or if you have an inheritance, it just seems so messy. Look at it's often obvious. Like I'll laugh and think, well, they probably didn't notice the private jet going to Africa <laughs> or something, right? But it, many times it's just that somebody may have a professional job and the other partner doesn't, mm-hmm. so that creates more income on one side. But does that mean that they can't buy a house together? Mm. That if one person puts in the down payment, and they pay the mortgage together, it becomes a real tricky process Mm -hmm. to feel comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. And often you'll hear, like in this case, we're talking about the wealthy young woman, um, you'll hear the guy say, well, I don't feel like I have any responsibility. I don't feel like I even have any decision-making to make here. Mm -hmm. Not my money. That's not a great relationship. And so the more hard work you put in the beginning... Before you start to legally formalize a relationship, the better chance you have for success. That's true. But you probably don't mention it on the first date, you know. <laughs> it's not the first date. Any other tips um, in, in sort of navigating a world where, you know, she may be making more than him? It's getting to be more and more common. Mm-hmm. So I think there'll be more roadmaps for it for young women in the future. But right now, it's a real struggle. Yeah. So you try to find other people that understand it. You get some help from a psychologist that actually can remind you what makes each party special in the relationship, it's very important to, to get as much support as you can so you feel like going into a formal legal relationship is going to work for you. Great point. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of the Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening. WSJ Podcasts, now available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and the Google Play Music app.